fan. You're listening to Inside the Crew, the only radio show dedicated to all things Columbus Crew and the beautiful game. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Here's your host, Chris Doran. Welcome to Inside the Crew, first team and second team in the spotlight tonight. More so the second team. We've got a couple of weeks off before decision day, so we thought we'd go ahead and talk more crew, too. They are in the playoffs. They are having more success, equal to what they had last year, at least to this point, as they get set for another Eastern Conference showdown, much like last year, but this year against New England at New England. We'll talk first-team woes in settling for a draw in Atlanta later on in the show, so stay with us for that as well. Head coach of Crew 2, Laurent Courtois, joins us on Inside the Crew in just a few minutes. Looking forward to speaking with him. Our program tonight brought to you by Typico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus crew. Well, the first team has got a week off, and then they begin in earnest, tactically preparing for Montreal for that game on Decision Day, which is October 21st. Kickoff is 6.09 p.m., and that'll be at Lower.com Field. Limited tickets are available for that match at this point as we're shooting for sellout number 15 on the season. The week will be a mix of training and days off for some players. For others, a call-up to international duty. Midfielder Aiden Morris and goalkeeper Patrick Schulte are with the men's national team U23 training camp. Uh, They've got friendly scheduled tomorrow, that is Wednesday versus Mexico, and then next Tuesday versus Japan. Those U23s are auditioning for a spot on the Olympic roster next summer in Paris. And kind of a neat surprise for Steven Moreira, who was born in France, but whose nationality belongs to Cape Verde. He's been called into camp by Cape Verde. They've got an international friendly Thursday versus Algeria. Well, as we mentioned, Crew 2 getting set for their Eastern Conference showdown at New England on Saturday in the MLS Next Pro Playoffs. They went on the road Sunday, defeated Charlotte 1-0 on a Noah Fusan goal in the 50th minute. Head coach Lauren Courtois obviously happy for his team. Uh, happy for the guys. They fought well against the, the best, team, uh, best team in the conference. Is, so the, 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 the guys showed hard and uh, tactical composure and uh, wait for their moment and suffer together. So credit to them and uh, one more step. We'll see. Crew 2 head coach Laurent Courtois, who will join us here on the show in just a few minutes. He spoke post-game following the 1-0 victory over Crown Legacy on Sunday afternoon. Said they made some tactical adjustments going into that second half. And We had a special game plan arriving at halftime. We had another one uh, leading to the second half. Uh, yeah, and the guys show amazing uh, uh, soccer content the whole year. Playoff, it's more about being competitive, if that makes sense. So the guys show that they can uh, adjust and, and, uh, and suffer together. So um, good day, good day. Head coach Laurent Courtois, who celebrated a 1-0 victory with his squad over Crown Legacy Sunday afternoon to advance to the Eastern Conference Final of the MLS Next Pro Playoffs. Of course, Charlotte chose to play the Columbus Crew 2 squad on Sunday, and he may have used that as a bit of an advantage in the locker room. Well, when uh, when you get picked with a smile, it, it always a little bit of a, of a weird feeling, right? So... We've been there the previous round with Orlando. Uh, it, it's a really, uh, it's a really uh, weird uh, approach to take. Uh, so yeah, uh, but certainly more comfortable to be picked than than pick yourself in that sense. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Second consecutive trip for Laurent Courtois, the head coach and MLS Next Pro defending champs, Columbus Crew Two. They've got uh, an Eastern Conference final on the line this weekend at New England. 
Coach Courtois saying that this year's group is just a little bit different than last year's league championship team. No, really. Of course, now that we're here, uh, I would just want to take this. The last year's group is totally different from this year. We want to give experience to the to the younger kids of what a taste of a high level games could be, uh, and not having necessarily uh, uh, all the, the the details that we would like for them to to play the the best soccer of the can. But can they adapt to? tactical plan that they adapt to uh, monsters of uh, physicality in front of them dealing with cross so uh, we help our kids to be uh, put in, in a few situations and we're able to get them into another uh, round of those experiences the the, the title has never been the the what this group this group has done content wise and, and performance wise is uh, I would never have dreamed this in my life I told them that so any play of the game was kind of a bonus and now they're here, but they want more, of course. But uh, it's just bonus for them. I, I can't be expect, asking them more. Just enjoy the, the last few games, and we'll see where it takes them. So they knocked off the top team in the Eastern Conference, the top team in the league, at least tied for the top spot in both the East and Western Conference. Now they take on New England this weekend, a team that finished ahead of Crew 2 in the standings at the end of the regular season. And they go on the road and have to face New England on Saturday night. Yeah, it's been a it's been a season already. Uh, uh, we're gonna play against, in my opinion, the best mix of competitiveness and uh, uh, tactical content uh, with New England, which for me was really uh, uh, the, the best team of the league uh, in terms of those both uh, those both uh, aspects. So again, we play without pressure. We play at their home. The kids prove more than they should have this year. So again, just a bonus, and we're happy to get over there. That's crew too head coach Laurent Courtois, who was the coach of the year last year. He'll guide the uh, Crew 2 squad against New England this weekend, Saturday, for an Eastern Conference final, and then perhaps a trip to the MLS Next Pro Championship for the second consecutive year. Want an idea of just how much of a battle that was against Crown Legacy on Sunday afternoon? Crown Legacy had 64% of the possession. They outshot Crew 2 29-6. They led on corner kicks 14 to nothing, and they led on crosses 40-5. to Our goalkeeper, Stanislav Lapkus, had nine saves to get the clean sheet. And game-winning goal scorer Noah Fusan said it was really all about the fight from the guys on the field. It was a 90-minute battle for both sides. I think, you know, we're absorbing the pressure, trying to execute our game plan, and the intensity was high. As you saw, you know, everyone's running hard for 90 minutes, battling and fighting, trying to hold on to our lead, but we did that in that. Noah Fusan, who scored the game winner in the 50th minute on Sunday against Crown Legacy, got down into the corner in a 1v1 situation, turned, did not have much of an angle on the shot, put it on the ground to the far post, right past the goalkeeper, and uh, that was it. They had to defend for another 40 minutes. They got the job done. Uh, you know, I think we just took advantage of their high line and their high press and how uh, aggressive they were being and saw an opportunity to get in behind and took advantage of it. Noah Fusan of Crew 2, who scored the game-winning goal on Sunday in that 1-0 victory over Crown Legacy. Comparing this team with the team that won the MLS Next Pro Cup last year against St. Louis, eh, Fusan says not a lot of differences. You know, honestly... 
I don't think there's too many differences. You know, we have another great group of guys, the same amazing staff, and, you know, we're all bought in 100% to coaches' game plan and what the staff wants for us to carry out. And, you know, it's showing again on the pitch this year. So it's just another amazing group of guys that we're hoping to take to another final. And another amazing group of fans who showed up to support the Columbus Crew 2 against uh, Crown Legacy on Sunday afternoon. Shout out from Fusan to the fans that were wearing the black and gold Sunday. It means the world to look up and see, you know, just uh, an army of yellow in the sea of blue. So it means the world to us to be able to look over and hear the fans and pushing us on for every minute of the game. So Crown Legacy in the rearview mirror, New England Revolution 2 is next. And that's on the road Saturday night. Yeah, we're up for it. You know, they're a great team. Finished the year uh, ahead of us. So it's another uh, game that we'll be looking forward to, hoping to punch our ticket to the MLS Next Pro Cup final. Noah Fusan with the game-winning goal against Crown Legacy on Sunday. He and the boys are on the road. The Revolution 2 squad is the next opponent. Saturday night, you can catch it on Apple Television. So you've got two conference semifinals. The Eastern Conference, the Revs will host Crew 2. Then on the Western side of things, Colorado is playing host to Austin. Austin, of course, is the lower seed. This is interesting. Crew 2 could host their second consecutive MLS Next Pro Championship game if Crew 2 is successful in New England and if Austin knocks off top seed Colorado. Those two teams would meet in Columbus. Wouldn't that be something? Good luck to Coach Lauren Courtois and uh, to the rest of the Crew 2 staff, as well as the players as they head on the road this weekend. We'll talk to the head coach in just a few minutes. As we continue tonight on Inside the Crew, a reminder that if you're listening to our show in your car or truck, please remember to buckle your safety belt. This message is brought to you by the Ohio Department of Public Safety. If you're not buckled up, what's holding you back? Back in a moment on Inside the Crew. Unlike your deadbeat uncle, we'll never leave you stranded in a ditch when you were six. This promo may have been a touch too specific. The Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Thanks for tuning in. At Wendy's, we're focused on what matters. That's why we've made our hamburgers square. When you want the best hamburger, squares the beef. Crew 2 with a gigantic win over the number one seed in the Eastern Conference on the weekend. A 1-0 decision against Crown Legacy. That's the Charlotte FC uh, second team. And uh, just an incredible performance for the black and gold. The head coach of Crew 2 joins us on Inside the Crew, Laurent Courtois. Coach, first of all, thanks for being on the show. Secondly, congratulations on what must have been an extremely exciting result for you on Sunday afternoon. Hi, Chris. Uh, Thanks for for having me. Yes, uh, yes, really satisfying in the sense that the the kids uh, uh, show good uh, soccer over the the course of the season and uh, those two playoff games against Orlando and against uh, Charlotte was more about can we match the competitiveness and the type of scenario that those two teams uh, offer us and uh, the, the kids were able to respond so uh, they showed that they could do both uh, at least for, for those games and uh, we're really happy for them it's part of the development too so be able to play your style of play, develop individual players, but also adapt when the matchup and the style of play of the team or physical attributes uh, uh, force you to uh, kind of uh, uh, be a little bit more pragmatic and the kids were able to uh, have each other's back and uh, we're really happy with the, with the result and the, the behaviors. 
You'd mentioned post-game the difference between being the team that chooses the opponent and being the team that's chosen. You had chosen Orlando in the first round. The second round, Crown Legacy chose you. They did it with a smile, I think you indicated. Is that because they kind of thought they knew what they were going to get from Crew 2 on Sunday? Yeah, we are. Uh, we are. Uh... We're a bunch of uh, polite dude. Uh, we, we're really nice kids, really easy to play against. We don't, we don't uh, lose our, our mind. We don't, like it's, we're really easy to play against in a sense that we're not going to make a, a dirty game. So, so, and then when you, uh, you're getting picked uh, with a smile, almost, uh, uh, I wouldn't say, um, uh, underrating us in our in our competitiveness, but um, yeah, it's it's not necessarily a good feeling. Uh, so, uh, what we try to tell those kids is um, is uh, consistency is the key, and not thinking that everything is already there for you. Every day you have to start brand new, and uh, and so the fact that we we felt a little bit that we were a little bit uh, uh, disregarded. Uh, certainly uh, uh, got the kids um, in, a, in a different mindset and, uh, and they were able to maybe add that little extra to, to compete against an, uh, a really, a really good uh, an athletical team. So, so being, being picked, it's, it's always a, a, a weird feeling, I feel like. So uh, rather than having the one to make the selection, which is always a little bit tricky because you 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 have to justify your call too. It's it's a little bit of a weird exercise for sure. And on Sunday afternoon, your boys were up against um, quite a powerhouse in the sense that Charlotte enjoyed sixty four percent of the possession. They outshot Crew to twenty nine to six, and they led fourteen nothing on corners and forty to five on crosses through the course of the game. So your boys didn't just have to show up; they had to withstand pressure for the ninety minutes plus. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, we the only thing we we were a little bit uh, uh, talking with the guys were um, their capacity to uh, actually have more moment with the ball when they can also play their game. Uh, but I guess have in mind we had uh, multiple seventeens and eighteen years old on the field, and uh, and it's not easy for them to step. Against uh, uh, in a in a semifinal uh, conference uh, game and and step up and compete, so everything is moving around really fast and uh, uh, you know that one turnover with the with the the rockets that they have up top it could be really deadly too. So they kind of play with a little bit of maybe something uh, um, behind their mind. So we, we definitely think that with the ball we could have created way more, but uh, but yeah. It's um, it's good that we have such a uh, uh, young pieces that went through uh, those type of games, and uh, uh, I, we think it's beneficial for them. And and yeah, it's it's part of the development too. Um, it was a it was a special uh, occasion. I feel like Columbus Crew Two head coach Lauren Courtois joins us on Inside the Crew. His squad beat. Uh, Crown Legacy on the weekend in the semifinal of the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference Championship is this weekend, Saturday, 5 o'clock um, at New England. A team that you split a series with. We'll talk about that 
in a minute. Post game, you also made mention, Coach, about how this year's team is different from last year's MLS Next Pro champs who won at Lower.com Field against St. Louis City FC. You mentioned the age piece. We've watched some of the players you've brought up from the academy over the course of the year. These, I, I mean, you've got 15s and 16s coming up who are playing, you know, second level soccer. You've been a part of that as a former player yourself. Are you, are you sort of amazed that you have your choice of these types of players at this point in the game's development in America? Um, no, it's credit to the, to the academy of what's being done uh, underneath and, and, and who synchronized at all, but it's credit to the club in general from, uh, from ownership to, uh, to the president and management to, uh, to try to put a platform and all the resources available in order to really give those kids, those kids a, a chance to, to, to go at the highest level. And, uh, uh, I'm really proud to, um, to be part of the, this mentality and, and, and those, those people that put so much resources and patience to, to, to these kids. Cause at the end of the day, we're here to develop kids. Uh, and, uh, I feel this year was a little bit annoying cause Last year was year one, and every tra- everybody's trying to figure this out, right? Mm-hmm. This year is year two, especially for us, where uh, we we can't forget. And I and I want to talk a little bit to, indirectly to my fellow uh, coaches and, and referees. We want to help the kids. It's it's not about us coaches. It's not about us referees to be uh, making points uh, on the day or on how important we are. It's we're here for the kids. So whether it's individual development, whether it's style of play, whether it's uh, 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 be with them when, when they're struggling and, and keep give them reps, uh, this is a platform for youth development. We're not here to uh, to market ourselves. And uh, and in a sense, this year I felt a lot of uh, we have we have coaches in this league, uh, the the coaches from Miami and New York FC. Uh, uh, what they are doing with those kids is amazing. Those, those guys should be, <clears throat> those guys should be uh, rewarded. Those guys should be seen of what they did with such young kids and uh, amazing job. And uh, it's just sometimes I have the feeling that sometimes we were a little bit too focused on winning and 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 show our muscle a little bit. And uh, <laughs> it bothers me because bothers me because I'm a father. And uh, you want to kind of give good uh, references to those kids because tomorrow they're going to be uh, adults. Tomorrow they're going to be fathers. They're going to be uh, husbands or, or, or whatever. So we also have a role. And sometimes I feel this year we, we kind of forget about this and we just about the result and the result. And uh, where there's, again, I repeat, there's a few teams and a few clubs that are, are doing a really good job underneath to promote the Youth development, and um, this is what we need to be all reminded. This is for the kids. It's not about you and, and show how tough you are. And yet, I'm sure you can understand that as second teams train at the same facility as the first team, second team players share the same locker area, not the same locker room as the first teams, and a lot of these complexes around the country. And, and coaches share information with first team coaches you can understand why some coaches some players consider this an audition for the next level and sort of bypass that whole development theme that you're talking about yeah for, uh, for sure and, and i'm not saying it's it's uh 
it's that easy. I'm just saying that uh, uh, I, I wish we we put a little bit more emphasis on the, uh, what are the age group that are playing in this category consistently, uh, what type of soccer is tried to be played, uh, what is the behaviors that we're having on the bench in order to create an environment when those kids uh, face real development and not just an ego war from from uh, bench to bench or, or referee to, to coaches. I don't know. Uh, there's so much stuff that can be done because uh, the, the, this, this platform in this country is going to change the whole uh, 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 environment and, and pool of players for the, for, the, for the next year coming. It's going to be incredible. So let's all have a little part in order for this to be really the, the, the perfect, uh, as close perfect for the, the kids to be developed and not just uh, a platform where we think we can, uh, we can win and, and see, our, see ourselves as winners. It's, it's not the point. The point is to develop uh, uh, kids closer to what it's been developed in Europe and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and fill up the, the first team through the academy. That makes perfect sense. And it sounds like you're taking all the right steps to add quality. And, and we've seen the results of your work with some of those Crew 2 members who are now first team members. Coach, hang on just a second as we continue with head coach Laurent Courtois of Crew 2 getting set for the New England matchup this weekend. We'll continue our conversation with him in just a moment as we continue tonight on Inside the Crew. The only show where sports talk is eclipsed by food talk. Oh, Common Man and T-Bone. Weekdays from 3 to 6. The Fan. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Our program brought to you by Tipico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold. We continue our conversation with Columbus Crew 2 head coach Laurent Courtois, who will uh, guide his team against the New England Revolution this weekend in the Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be at Foxborough. Coach, I'm just thinking, as you guys have split your series in the regular season with New England, each home team getting the shutout and the victory in those two regular season games. What does your squad have to do this weekend to get a couple of goals at Gillette Stadium? Mm, good question. Uh, I wish I had the answer. Uh, <laughs> no, we got- you only have a few days left. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll get back to work. But um, um, it's, a, it's, it's one of the f- most fun teams to watch play, for sure. Uh, and we want to think that we're one of them, too. Uh, we also think that we can uh, uh, have create chances because because we insist on we insist uh, maybe not the past two games but uh, throughout the season the goal was how can we create chances how can we f- develop uh, forward minded uh, soccer players that from the goalkeeper to the nine are obsessed by creating creating chances so. So we think that's going to be an open game where both teams are going to try to try to create a lot with the ball, and uh, I guess uh, the one that defend and deal with transition the best also will have a, a, a good uh, a good position. But uh, we we expect them to hurt us with the ball as much as we think we can also help them. Well, you got a good test in preparation on Sunday against uh, Crown Legacy. So we're excited to see what comes from Saturday night's matchup with New England Revs, too. You spent 16 years as a pro player in Europe and Major League Soccer. Was coaching always on your radar? Not at all. Come Not on. at all. Not at all, for real. Either. The only time I, it stopped getting to my head was uh, under Greg Vanny and Robin Fraser at Chivas USA. 
and I was finishing playing and uh, and I really liked uh, their coaching style and their their uh, management uh, of what the staff with players could look like and uh, they gave me uh, ideas of yeah I think I want to do this and not spent- before before right. that never. And you spent some time as an assistant with LA Galaxy too, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes, I did. Uh, so you, under- you had them guiding you? I'm sorry? Oh, you didn't have them guiding you because you went from Chivas to LA Galaxy 2 as, yes. as the assistant. Okay. Yeah, I finished playing Galaxy and on the curtain also I helped with the launching of uh, the first. Galaxy was the first club to actually launch a second team. And I was part of this group where I was a, an assistant coach and a player too. Okay. Um, and so uh, what more about the coaching bug kind of got to you other than the platform or the foundation that was laid out before you by those two gentlemen? What more was attractive to you? It's, uh, I was, I was uh, lucky to be uh, gifted younger. And uh, I, I, when I was 16, 17, I, until I... 21, uh, I, I didn't feel that I was really coached, but just more used for whatever I was capable of doing with the ball at the time. Hmm. So I kind of felt uh, that I was, uh, not I wouldn't say used, but uh, I, I didn't feel that I had the proper weapons in order to respond to what a club and a coach is looking to get in, in the roster in the professional environment. I was just this fancy young kid that was that had a good left foot. So, if anything, me coaching was uh, I need to help to get those kids whenever I didn't have, which was explaining the rule of the game and uh, and see a little bit further than just uh, what you're good at with the ball or what you're being used for, your pace or power or your jump, but more explaining. Uh, how to become more complete individually mm-hmm. and more explaining uh, what are the rules of the game of uh, the big picture of anything that you don't know about being in a locker, be in a club and be a, be a resource for, for, for the club. So all those aspects uh, I try to, try to help the kids with where I didn't feel I was really a, a guided to younger Interesting. And that's why you're more than just a coach for probably a lot of these younger players coming through crew too. more of a mentor in the holistic sort of way where you're looking at the whole player, not just what he can add to your starting 11 or to your bench. Uh, I had, uh, I've been lucky to have a lot of bad experiences in a lot of different scenario. Uh, add to that a few surgeries, a few bankruptcy, a few changing countries. I know what it's like to be a foreigner uh, uh, in the locker room. Uh, so young, older. So I've been at a few scenarios that let me think I can I can help the kids and uh, and not do the same mistake that I made. You have um, a lot of passion for the fan base that supports Crew Two. Can you talk a little bit more about that? It seems very important to you. Yeah, it is because. Uh, well, we all have a little story, but my parents used to work a lot, and uh, my dad would take me to the Lyon in France game, and it was something special. And that was our moment where uh, we had our little connection. So there's a lot of people out there struggling, and a lot of time going to the soccer game or whatever event that is. It's it's the only light they have in their 
in their lives sometimes and, uh, and sometimes to make the effort of just sacrificing and saving money and sacrifice time means a, means a lot for them. So, so even if it's only one person, we try to have the, the guys uh, aware of that and uh, that we, at the end of the day, we're really uh, fortunate to do what we do and we, we have the capacity to, to show, to transfer joy to people. Not with the result, but just how we are, we are, we show effort and respect, and uh, and that can make somebody else's uh, weekend uh, much better. So on Monday, when he has to go to work, he, uh, he he repeats again, and 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 that's what we try to do to those guys. Like every day, you have to repeat and try to do the right thing, because uh, um, we just played the the most beautiful game. What motivates you, Lauren Courtois, beyond soccer? Well, I um, I want my kids to um, to take chances. Like we are, it's a, it's a difficult society where it's hard to, it's hard to have clear references of what's correct and not correct nowadays. Um, so I, I just in French we have the mentality of of being safe and stay safe and and, and where well, I want my kids to experience as much as they can and 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 make as many mistakes as they can and feel safe that. Nothing is really linear. Uh, a lot of it's going to be about uh, learning curves and experiences, and you just uh, grow from them um, and try something new all the time and try to learn a few skills along the way and uh, and meet uh, good people. So it's all about that, and I I hope uh, that gives them a test of trying something else in uh, in in all over the world and not just staying uh, in one city doing one thing. You must be one hell of a father. No, <laughs> not at all. But but uh, yeah, I mean, you've got you've got the qualities. You you have some very deep deep qualities about you. Uh, thank you, appreciate that. Uh, I have a lot of flaws too, and I, like I said, I, I I'm learning from my mistakes. But I just certainly want them to uh, to to learn skills, uh, scenarios, different opportunities, and and don't settle. Because people tells you to, or, or, or because it looks like the safe path, where the world is uh, gigantic and there's so many stuff to to explore. Last year's MLS Next Pro Coach of the Year, Lauren Courtois, joining us on Inside the Crew, taking Crew Two on the road to take on New England on Saturday night. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Hope so much, to see Chris. you in the final appreciate game that. again. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hopefully, take care. There we go, Coach Laurent Courtois. Crew 2 head coach, coach of the year last year, guiding the defending MLS Next Pro Cup champs to New England this weekend. Game is on uh, Apple, Apple TV, and the MLS season pass. You can catch it just after 5 o'clock on Saturday evening. Then you can watch the Western Conference Final, which features Austin and Colorado in the Rocky Mountains. And then we'll know by late Sunday night how it all pans out for the final. Hopefully it's a Columbus-Austin final. Wouldn't that be interesting? And that would be played here, of course, in uh, in Columbus. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the first team and the headache that was the battle against Atlanta, at least in the end anyway, and uh, what we have to look forward to with Montreal on Decision Day. That's all coming up here on Inside the Crew. We're the girthiest radio station in the history of radio. Uncomfortably girthy. This promo is uncomfortable. The Fan, Ohio's girth destination. 
back again on Inside the Crew. Thanks for being with us, and thanks to Eunice Kim for helping to arrange the interview with Laurent Courtois, the head coach of Columbus Crew 2. The Eastern Conference MLS Next Pro Final is Saturday night. You'll catch it on Apple TV. Columbus on the road taking on New England Rebs 2 at Foxborough. Then hopefully an MLS Next Pro Cup Final here in Columbus. If Austin beats Colorado, that would be the only way that Crew 2 could host the final. Well, um, playoffs are looming for the black and gold of the first team. They've got some training. They've got some days off this week. And then, of course, looking forward to tactical training next week ahead of that decision day matchup against Montreal. If Columbus wins that game, they're rest assured a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. There are still a couple of games that are going to be played during this international break. One includes Philadelphia. Um, and then uh, we're also looking forward to uh, the black and gold breaking a couple of records. They're going to set a new record with uh, sellouts this year, 15, we think, if they get that sellout against Montreal. There could be a scoring title uh, broken as well, as Columbus is looking to break the number of goals they've scored in a single season. So that's on the way as well. But first, let's recap that Atlanta draw on Saturday. Really disappointing 66th minute, Cucho Hernandez gets his 15th goal of the year. Columbus up 1-0. A couple of subs come in, including uh, Christian Ramirez and Kevin Molino, subs that uh, came in, as Coach Nancy explained post-game, uh, was mostly because of fatigue and because of cramping. And so the adjustments were made in lineup, in-game, and then a set-piece opportunity awarded on a foul called against Kevin Molino that resulted in a Tiago Almada service to the far post where Miles Robinson was able to get his second goal of the year and tie that game up in the 97th minute. One won the scoreline. Head coach Wilfried Nazi post-game, obviously disappointed. Yeah, so the foul, again, we, uh, I think that uh, we can avoid this foul. The, the, it could be a soft one, but this is, he has to call the foul because the guy is back to goal and, uh, and uh, Kevin touched the ball, yes. But uh, at this moment, the, the, the all players are waiting for that. So, um, again... We, we have to avoid this foul uh, over there, knowing that uh, this is a, it could be a, a difficult moment. And after that, uh, we lost uh, our battle in terms of uh, the 1v1. Robinson is really good in the air, but uh, again, we have to be... Uh, we have to be a little bit more... I don't have the word in English, but uh, we were too naive the way we defended. So on, on this one... So uh, again, can we uh, bump him? Can we uh, can we adjust a little bit more to uh, to disrupt the run? So yeah, so and it's called like this. Yeah. Between the final whistle and the start of the press conference, the coach generally has time to sit and talk with the players in the locker room following the match. Well, the message was to be honest with them and told them that first of all they figure it out, they discuss among themselves, and. Uh, because again, the idea is to be accountable, and uh, they did it. And after that, me, I was honest with the player, and I told them certain things to uh, to uh, to, let, to let them know what we have to, why we we almost uh, lost this game. So, but it was clear with the players. It was clear between the players, and it was clear with me. Head coach Wilfried Nazi after the disappointment on Saturday night versus Atlanta, he did say Kevin Molino, of course, recognized his error. Kevin knows. I told him in front of everybody knows that that uh, he has a desire to help the team. He was clumsy on that one, 
that one, yeah, yeah it has to be better. But uh, the world trusts, I have to trust my players. Yes, if, if I don't trust them, we cannot do what we are doing uh, in the moment, in terms of the way we play, in terms of uh, the, 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 the courage that they have, and so on. So, after that, yes, there is accountability. But uh, again, uh, for me, there is not an issue for that in terms of trust. After that, I have to make choice. Yes, but trust, yes, is it. That's head coach Wilfried Nazi following the 1-1 draw at Atlanta where a goal was given up in the 97th minute. Uh, coach Nazi said overall, though, the performance was strong against one of the better teams in the league on Saturday. It's difficult because uh, we did a top game. It was a really good game. Again, uh, against one of... Uh, one of the best teams in the league in terms of the way they play, you know, uh, uh, not easy to play against them because they want to have the ball and uh, they try to, uh, to, uh, to manipulate the opposition. But uh, we, did a, we did a really, really good game uh, and we had the opportunities to score more goals. Uh, defensively, defensively, sorry, we were good. Uh, uh, yes, they had a few opportunities, but again, if they didn't score, it's because uh, we defended well. So. Yeah, offensively and defensively, it was a really high-level game, and uh, we did uh, what we needed to do. But uh, again, this um, this moment, we 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 are learning with a uh, with a hard way, and um, yeah, this is a yeah we can use the word frustration, deception, and uh, all kind of all like this. But uh, this is the only we have to learn from that. This is the hard way because I can tell you that uh, yeah, this is difficult to uh, to accept that, knowing that uh, the, the, the 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 good game that we did, but this is the way it is. We have to uh, face that. Columbus Crew head coach Wilfried Nancy, you're not alone if you think that Columbus has sort of made a habit of giving up points late in a match. Uh, one of the reporters who spoke with Coach Nazi following the game on Saturday night against Atlanta, a game where Columbus sacrificed a couple of points due to a late goal, asked about that and asked whether or not it's a lesson the team can learn in this season as we head to the playoffs, or if it's a lesson that uh, has to resonate with the group and then finally come to fruition in practice the following year. Um, I hope that's every difficulties that we had like this for the playoff and but also next year we're going to be able to learn and to 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 avoid this kind of situation again this is football uh, but i'm not happy with that but this is something that we are missing not because they they don't want to do it it's because maybe we need to to do certain things a little bit better you know, to uh, to uh, yeah, to uh, avoid to lose a point like this. But um, listen, he, I know that uh, this is not the first time that uh, it happened for me. Uh, you know, when the, when we we dominate the game like this and we were close, it happened several times that we were close to finish the game and we didn't do it. Yeah, this is painful. But again, this is. Uh, we're going to learn from that in a hard way, but this is the way Columbus Crew head coach Wilfried Nancy currently sitting on 66 goals. The club's scoring record in a single season is 67. Just one game left for the black and gold against Montreal at home on October 21st. It's decision day with a kickoff at 6.09 p.m. So is it more important to break that uh, scoring record that's out there, or is it more important to get the victory? 
against Montreal on October 21st. No, listen, we, uh, first of all, it's to have a good performance. And after that, uh, the idea is to create memory. So if my players are able to, uh, to have a good game and after that to, uh, to reach uh, this, we're going to do it. But before reaching that, we have to do a good game. But again, like I told you, the idea is to, to create a memory and to write a memory for the, for the, for the club. And so the idea is to go as far as we can. So we'll see if we're going to be able to do it. But first, let's do a good, a good performance. That's it. That's all we want. A good performance on Decision Day, October 21st at Lower.com Field, where Columbus plays host to Montreal. Between now and then, there will be a couple of Eastern Conference games that will be played. Nashville will host New England on Saturday night, and then Miami and Charlotte battle it out next Wednesday. Look for uh, Patrick Schulte and Aiden Morris participating with the U23s. They've got that game against Mexico, a friendly tomorrow night. That's Wednesday, if you're listening to the podcast. And then another matchup next week before those guys return back to camp and prepare for the Montreal game on October 21st. Our thanks to our producer as well as to you for being with us. Thanks as well to Laurent Courtois, the head coach of Crew 2, and good luck to those guys as they head to New England for their Eastern Conference semifinal in the MLS Next Pro playoffs on Saturday night. Uh, the Western Conference playoff between Colorado and Austin will be played on Sunday night, just as clarification for you. Our show tonight brought to you by Typico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Black and Gold. This is Inside the Crew. Um, in case you've forgotten, Saturday is game day. The fans' game day coverage is sponsored by Reichert Kia. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus.